Hello everyone and welcome to the 31st episode of the Compliance Updates podcast brought to you by Team Legacies. Through this weekly series, we endeavor to bring to you legal, regulatory and compliance updates and alerts that you may have missed during the week. Let us now look at some of the key developments of the past week. In our first segment, we'll be taking a look at some of the market-related updates. SEBI has introduced the concept of swing pricing to protect investors in debt mutual funds in the event of market dislocation or large redemptions. In a circular issued on 29 September 2021, the regulator said initially the mechanism will be made applicable only during net outflows. This framework shall be applicable with effect from 1st March 2022. Swing pricing is a mechanism used to ensure that long-term investors in debt schemes are not adversely impacted during big-ticket redemptions, typically by large investors. SEBI on 28 September 2021 took a number of key decisions, including detailing a framework for spot gold trading, tightening norms for related party transactions, easing rules for issuance of shares with superior voting rights in tech companies and delisting norms. The board also revised fit and proper criteria and detailed a framework for social stock exchanges. The SEBI board made it easy for acquirers to delist target companies after acquisition. The regulator has tightened the regulations linked to related party transactions. Moving on to our next segment, we take a look at some of the banking updates. An information has been sent by the banks to the Reserve Bank of India, whereby it has been informed that soiled notes are occupying more space in chests than the issuable currency, which requires an urgent intervention. Despite the fact that overall cash in the system has gone up, soiled notes are occupying more space, which suggests an increase the chest cash holding limits till the soiled currency notes are lifted. The RBI Governor Shaktikanta Das said in a statement made on 22nd September 2021 that the industry has to exploit the government's production-linked incentive scheme that has been introduced for various sectors, including automobile, as industry is still reluctant to invest in creating capacities despite record low interest rates. The RBI has issued a master direction on loan transfer on 24th September 2021. This new mandate put into effect the requirement of banks and other lending entities to implement a comprehensive and board-approved policy for these transactions. Loan transfers are done by banks and other financial entities for the purpose of managing liquidity, rebalancing their exposures or strategic sales. As per the RBI mandate, the provisions of the direction are applicable with effect from the date of issue, that is September 24, 2021, and will apply for all banks as well as non-banking financial companies. We now move on to our next segment wherein we take a look at some of the taxation updates. The Central Board of Indirect Taxes and Customs has issued a notification about the implementation of recommendation of the 45th GST Council meeting and said that the relaxation in requirements of filing job work declaration in Form GST ITC 04 will take effect from October 1, 2021. The Central Board of Direct Taxes has issued the order whereby it has extended the period for admitting applications for settlement up to September 30, 2021, filed after January 31, 2021, on behalf of the Interim Board and treat such applications as valid and process them as pending applications to avoid difficulty that is being faced by the SSEs. The Central Board of Direct Taxes has extended the applicability of rates under safe harbour rules used as a dispute resolution mechanism for transfer pricing issues for the assessment year 2021 to 2022 and will be effective from 1st April 2021. 
During the annual year of 2021, the rates were kept the same as the previous year due to COVID-19 pandemic. The government has made Aadhaar authentication of taxpayers mandatory for reclaiming GST refund. The Central Board of Indirect Taxes and Customs has amended GST rules, bringing in various anti-evasion measures, including disbursal of GST refunds only in the bank account, which is linked with the same PAN on which the GST registration has been obtained. The notification also states that from January 1, 2022 onwards, businesses who have defaulted in filing summary return and paying monthly GST will not be able to file GSTR-1 sales return of the succeeding month. India has set up a group of ministers to look into the rate rationalization under the goods and service tax, including the current slab structure. The GST Council Secretariat on 27 September 2021 notify the setting up of two group of ministers, one to look into the rate structure and another to look at systems reforms required to plug revenue leakages. The GST Council is discussing whether to gradually increase the average GST rate closer to the revenue neutral rate of 15% so that compensation to states does not have to ex be extended beyond June 2022. At the 45th GST Council meeting held in the previous week, the Centre had presented several options to states, including revenue enhancement measures. There is an expectation that the Centre plans to bring fuel under the GST ambit, which will give a big reprieve to consumers suffering due to high fuel prices. At the GST Council meeting held on September 17, the issue was taken up for discussion. However, it was decided that it was not yet the right time to include fuel under GST, which means that consumers will have to bear the high cost of petrol and diesel for a while longer. We now move on to our next segments where we take a look at some of the updates by the government. Commerce and Industry Minister Piyush Goyal on 27 September 2021 said that the existing foreign trade policy will be extended. India has again postponed a new foreign trade policy announcement and has chosen to extend the old one until March 31, 2022. The foreign trade policy set to run from 2015 until 2020 targeted $900 billion of exports by 2020. The target had to be scaled down first because of a slowdown in the global trade beginning at the end of 2018 and then at the onset of COVID-19 pandemic. The government is also set to initiate consultations with the RBI to devise a new security clearance framework for screening potential bidders of public sector banks as it begins the privatization process, beginning with the strategic divestment of IDBI Bank. As the government is moving ahead with strategic divestment of IDBI Bank and is looking to privatize two public sector banks, the Department of Investment and Public Asset Management is looking to put in place an appropriate framework as the potential buyers will have to meet the RBI's fit and proper criteria. Professional institutes such as the Institute of Chartered Accountant of India and Institute of Company Secretaries of India, as well as industry bodies, need to play a key role in protecting the interests of minority shareholders, according to a statement made by the Ministry of Corporate Affairs in a review of the corporate sector. The Ministry of Corporate Affairs has extended the due date for holding annual general meetings for the financial year 2020 to 2021 by two months. This extension would mean that companies now have time till the end of November 2021 to hold the next AGM. Under company law, corporates are required to hold AGMs within six months from the date of completion of financial year, that is September 30, 2021. 
the heavy industries ministry on 23rd september 2021 notified rupees 25938 crore production linked incentive scheme for the auto sector which is aimed at boosting domestic manufacturing of advanced automotive technology products and attracting investments in the manufacturing value chain its prime objectives include overcoming cost disabilities creating economies of scale and building a robust supply chain in areas of advanced automotive technology products The Union government has taken a key initiative to support the medical devices industry to reach its potential in the coming years under the promotion of medical device spark schemes. According to the Ministry of Chemicals and Fertilizers, the objectives for the promotion of medical device sparks include easy access to standard testing and infrastructure facilities through the creation of world-class common infrastructure facilities for increased competitiveness that will result in a significant reduction of cost of production. of medical devices leading to better availability and affordability of the same in the domestic market and reaping the benefits arising due to the optimization of resources we now move on to our next and final segment wherein we take a look at some of the miscellaneous updates the center is planning to tackle malnutrition through distribution of fortified rice from various government schemes by 2024 the food safety and standards authority of india is looking at developing standards for fortified rice kernels this is the first time the food safety authority is looking at developing standards for an additive fortified rice kernel units will get a license only after inspection In other news the Department of Pension and Pensioners Welfare has issued an office memorandum asking central government pensioners family pensioners residing abroad to submit the annual life certificate The office memorandum mentioned that every central government pensioner or family pensioner must submit an annual life certificate in the month of November for further continuation of pension or family pension The telecom department has organized another mega spectrum sale by sending a reference to the sector regulator seeking fresh base prices for the gamut of airwave bands including key ones like 700 megahertz 3.3 to 3.6 gigahertz and the coveted millimeter waves such as 26 gigahertz and 28 gigahertz that support 5g technology this brings us to the end of today's podcast thank you all for tuning in and listening with us if you liked today's episode please subscribe and tune in every friday for more such updates Please also feel free to write into us with your comments and suggestions to risha.s@legacies.in that is r i s h a.s@legacies.in We hope you have a wonderful weekend